<clears throat> I want to tell you a story I heard last night. Said I wasn't going to tell it unless the Lord brought it to my mind, but I just think he's, I know he's brought it to my mind again. I just think he wants me to share it with us. I think it's so important for this house. I was listening to Bill Johnson last night, and and um, I love to I love to hear Bill's teaching, and I know um, everybody don't agree, and that's okay. Um, if it's out of the book, I want to I'm on it. Amen. But he told a story last night, and um, he was talking about drawing near to God, and how important it is that we can that we keep coming closer. I think for a lot of us, sometimes we, we, we get saved and we get baptized. And Reese, I'm very proud of you. Are you up there? Is that you up there? Yeah, you are. Very proud of you. We get baptized and, and, and we get our ticket to heaven and we think, well, that's it. And that's just the beginning. That's just the, that's just the, 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 the start. And there's so much more, and, and thank you, Jack Taylor, I know you're in heaven, and thank you for teaching us that there's so much more. And, but Bill was telling this story about a roadrunner. He said, now, I've never seen a roadrunner in Redding, California. He said, I've seen them in Arizona, where they're, you know, where they're mainly popular. He said, but the only roadrunner I ever seen in Redding was on the cartoon. That was a joke, y'all should have laughed right there. Lila prayed the spirit of heaviness off this place. And I'm fixing to preach it off of this place. may not get out till 1230, but we're going to preach it out of here. But he said he was, he, he, on Sunday afternoons before COVID, they would meet at 5 o'clock before their 6 o'clock service and they would have prayer. And in their, in their prayer room, there was windows, floor level. And he said he got there one day about 20 to to five, and he wanted to spend some time with the Lord by himself a few moments before everybody got there. And he looked out, and there's this roadrunner looking in the window with a lizard in his mouth. And he said, well, that's kind of weird. And he said, and the roadrunner just, just walked up and down the window looking in. And he said, in a little while, the roadrunner left. He said, the next Sunday, the roadrunner was back. He said, that happened for six months. He said, even at the youth prayer meetings, the roadrunner started coming to the youth prayer meeting and the door just closed. He may have just come in. Hang on, Mark. Amen. I hope he does. If he shows up, you open the door. And I, and I love what Bill Johnson said prior to that. He said, you know, he said, everything is not prophetic. He said, you know, I get accused of a lot of stuff, and he does. He said, but everything's not prophetic. He said, but, he said, but everything that happens, not everything, he said, but th when things like that happen, I begin to ask the Lord, Lord, is this something I need to pay attention to? He said, it went on for six months. He said, they started building. They just had a prayer room. He said, but they started building a prayer house there in Reading. Lonnie can probably tell this a lot better than I can because he was there for 10 years, Lonnie. <laughs> I kept sending Lonnie back out. Don't ask him about that. He gets bitter. But, um, but um, he said there was a rock 
beside where they were building this prayer house. And he said, when the, construct, the construction man came and said, do you know you have a road runner on y'all's property? He said, yeah, where's he at? He said, he, he's been coming every day and jumping up on that rock and watching us work. Now, y'all think I'm crazy, but it's okay. Jack Tudler told me it's okay to be crazy when you're crazy for Jesus. Because this time we get out of the unnorm and get into the norm. And the norm is this book right here. That's the normal life of a Christian. But he began to talk and he began, he said that roadrunner would show up every, every so often and watch him and work. He said one day, six months later, he said one day I was in the, in, in the hallway, I mean I was in a room and I was coming out, of, uh, uh, coming out of a room into the hallway and the janitor was coming down the, the hallway and said, Brother Bill, I got some bad news. He said, what? He said, I just killed the roadrunner. He said, you done what? He said, take me to him. I, I, I got I, I to see him. And he, he said, in my mind, I'm going, I'm going to pray for him. He said, because I knew in that six months that God was doing something. He said, we went out there and he said, he, said he was, he was dead. And um, he said, you know, we, we done whatever. He said, but I went back to my office and I sat down. And I said, God, this has been going on for six months. And I know there's something going on in this. And I need you to tell me what the deal is with that roadrunner. I'm not crazy, but I know you were doing something with that roadrunner. And the Lord spoke to him as clearly. And, and, I, and, I, and again, I just think it's a word for this house too. He said, Bill, I'm beginning to bring things in to your house. That if it don't have a way out, it's going to die in your house. What I'm bringing into this house has got to have an outlet out there. In other words, what he's stirring in here, what he's been stirring in here, must have an outlet or it will die in here. Okay? What he's stirring in you must get out there. If it doesn't get out the door, the roadrunner flew into the window, a big plain plate window at the end of the hallway, because somebody came out of a door and scared him, and he flew, and he hit the wall, and he died. And the Lord told Bill just as plain as day, He said, what I'm bringing into this house, if it doesn't have a way out, it will die in the house. And I believe that's a word for us. We don't come here just to have church. We've talked about this before. The days of just going to church are over with. The days of just getting together for an hour, hour and a half and singing a few songs and clapping our hands and going out and not being changing the world and not doing things different are over with. And God's looking for a people. God is looking for somebody. It's not going to take the masses He's just looking for a handful of people that will believe what He says. That, that what I'm pouring into you, I want it to get out. Amen? Yeah. And I'm asking you, Auburn Heights, are we just going to sit here on our hind end? Or are we going to accept the challenge to keep moving forward in the Gospel of Jesus Christ? In the Kingdom of the Father? Or are we just going to go through the motions? 
And I want to challenge you. Worship is so important. And I know there's those days that you just, you got to fight through that to, to, to worship. I understand that. I understand that. But then there's those days that you're free. And boy, you ought to come in here and you ought to worship. You ought to, you ought to, you ought to take it to the next level. Amen? Amen? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Somebody talked to me this morning. Come on. I mean, are you satisfied with just doing church the way we've always done it? I mean, is that, I mean, is that just is that satisfying to you? It ain't to me. It ain't to me. I haven't arrived yet. I want to lay hands on my wife and her be healed in Jesus' name. I want to lay hands on you and, your, and you be healed in Jesus' name. Well, Brother Rodney. No, don't Brother Rodney me. Don't even say nothing to me. He said it. He said it. He said it. And if it ain't true, ain't none of it true. And we might as well go fishing. But it's true. It's true. It's true. And I'm calling forth for times of refreshing. I've been walking through a, through a year of hell. I'm tired of walking through hell. I'm ready to see God do something. I'm ready to see God do something. And God's ready to do something. I'm telling you, the problem ain't with Him. The problem's with Rodney. And we don't like that. We'd rather blame God. Why'd God do that? Blame God, blame God, blame Let me tell you something. Ain't nothing wrong with Him. Ain't nothing wrong with Him. He's everything. Problem's with us. And it's time we look in the mirror. And it's time we quit playing church. It's time we get serious about these things. I'm tired of people dying. Then it ain't time for them to die. Now when Jack Taylor, I'm happy for Jack Taylor to go to glory. Jack Taylor just wore out. The enemy didn't take out Jack Taylor. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. It was his appointed time. And when it was his, your appointed time, I'm good with you getting out of him. Not a day later. I prayed it over my daddy. Lord, don't let the devil have one second of his life. Every, every, every second that you've announced, that you put from the foundation of the world for Leonard Mitchell to live, Father, give it to him. And I've been praying that the last few days over my wife. You're not going to take a single second that God ordained from the foundation of the world away from my wife. In the name of Jesus. It ain't happening. And I'm not going to sit back on my laws and just let things, well, that's just a, no, it ain't. It's not that way. Thy kingdom come now in the heiress tents, Jack Taylor taught us. Now, Father. Now. I was praying that a minute ago. Now, Father. What if it don't happen? That's not my business. It's my business to petition Him and say, come, Father. Come, Holy Spirit, greater than you've ever come in all of your life. And touch my wife. Touch you as I pray over you. Yes. In the name of Jesus. The name that's above all names. Yes.
It's not by might. It's not by men's power, men's might, men's wisdom. But by God's power. We read it a few weeks ago. I don't know about you. And I can't speak for you. All I can do is speak for Rodney. But I'm believing it. And I'm going to preach it till I die. Times of refreshing. So that times of refreshing may come. Put up that verse. Lisa, Scott, whoever's running. I'm sorry, Scott's running. Now repent of your sin. Lord, I've done that. I repent of my sin, Father. All of it. I've done it all. There's nothing I haven't done. You said when you've committed one, you've committed them all. You're guilty of all of it. Lord, sin is sin. We've done it all. There's not a right, there's not a righteous one in here. But God, we've repented of our sin. We've turned from them. And we've turned to God. And our sins have been wiped away. And we're looking for that refreshment, Father. Refreshment from the presence of the Lord. And again, He will send you Jesus. Hallelujah. He will send me Jesus. Send me Jesus, Father. Send me Jesus so that times of refreshing may come. How do I experience times of refreshing? I want to experience it, Ed. I want to feel the presence of God. I've been feeling this heaviness for a long time. And I'm ready to experience the presence of God. The, 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 the refreshing from the Father. Amen? Are you ready for some refreshing? Huh? Are you ready for some refreshing? Are you tired of living in the, in the, in the muck and the clay? Yeah. Woo! Had enough of it. Had enough. Are you going to throw in the towel? No, I'm going to dig deeper. I'm going to keep on walking. But I can ask for times of refreshing. How do I experience that, Brother Rodney? Well, go to Acts chapter 1. And you know the story. And, and, they, and they, they, they said, they, uh, let's just read it. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of that of Jesus, began both to do and teach. He began to teach them. Until the day in which He was taken up after through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the, apostle who he, to the apostles whom He had chosen. To whom He had also pre presented Himself alive. Hallelujah. He's alive. Somebody say He's alive. And suffering by His suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of them pertaining to the kingdom of God. He was talking to them about the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said you have heard from me. It's in red. Hallelujah. For John truly baptized with water, but you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or season which the Father has put in his own authority. But, hallelujah for the buts in the Bible. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. Look, look. And you shall get out of the house. There's a way out. You shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria until the end of the earth. What I'm going to pour in you, Auburn Heights, 
must have, and you shall be my way, must have a way. I'm not pouring it in just for this little group. I'm pouring it in so it'll go out that door and get outside there. How do I experience times of refreshing? Listen, he said, go back and wait. Live with an anticipation. Live with an anticipation. Are you living with an anticipation? I love the last verse of that song that we were just doing. And with great anticipation. Something to promise to come. Everything you have spoken will come to pass. Let it be done. Can't do that no more down here, can you, Need to be? You ain't got no wood floor to hit on. But I do. I'll make the sounds for you. Two-story building up there had wood floor, and I could hear Nito over there kicking the floor. Live with anticipation. He said, can you just, just, just close your eyes. You don't have to. But just go back to the, go back to the upper room. When he says, hey, y'all, see, it's all, it's all pretty in here. It's all correct English in here. You're saying Jesus didn't speak with correct English? He probably did. But I can see him. Just let me preach it like I want to, okay? I can see him going. Now, you boys, y'all go back over there and y'all wait. Because I'm going to send, I'm going to send a road runner to the window. Huh? I'm going to send something. And I need you to wait on it. I don't need you to leave. I need you to wait on it. And I can, I can just, I can, I, man, when Jesus gives you a word, I, I can just, I can, I can feel the anticipation in their spirits. What they must have been feeling like. Oh, 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 oh what you think, what you think, what you think. We, we've never, they, it's never been before. We've never experienced anything like this. This is something new. Oh, we don't like new stuff. Keep that. We don't want no new stuff in here. Jesus said, I got something new for you. Amen? Yeah. He said, I got something new for you. You wait on it. And I promise you, in that waiting period, and baby, that's what we're in. We're in that waiting period. We're in that waiting period. We're in that waiting period. And we're going to keep waiting. We're going to keep waiting. And we're going to let that anticipation just build. Why? Because that's what he said to do. You just wait. You live, in, live with anticipation. And you just let it, just let it build. Just let it build. Yeah. Waiting. And then, and then it says in, in, in Acts 2, 2, suddenly. And suddenly. I've been chewing on that word all week long. And Suddenly, are you anticipating a suddenly moment? Or are you just going to church? Well, it just don't happen like that anymore, Brother Rodney. You just killed it right there. Life and death is in the tongue, and you just killed yours. But I'm not killing mine. I'm watering mine. I'm believing for mine because it's going to happen. And suddenly, 
And suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Lord, I'm ready for my suddenly. God, there may not be nobody else ready for it, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it suddenly to happen in this house. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. God, they were anticipating. With great anticipation, they waited for the promise to come. Yeah. Auburn Heights, are you anticipating your suddenly? Another scripture, I didn't give it to them, but the Bible says that Paul and Silas were in jail. They had been beaten. And they were sitting there, Lila, they were singing praises. And suddenly, the earth began to shake. And the doors flew open. The song they were singing a minute ago, let the door swing open. And suddenly, and suddenly, are you living out of anticipation? Waiting on you suddenly. Huh? And suddenly. I want you to do inventory. What have you spoken? What have you what what have you what have you counseled out? I used the word killed a minute ago, and that's 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 too strong. What have you counseled out? Not, not on purpose. You didn't do it on purpose. But it is something that we got to pay attention to by the, what we say and what we do and what we believe. I don't want to counsel out my suddenly. I don't want to stop what God's doing. And I'm in the waiting period and it's okay, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to wait. Because I believe there's times of refreshing that are coming. I think there's times of refreshing that are coming for you. If you don't stop. And if you keep going after the Father. But if you just sit still and you just do the good old church thing, it may not ever happen for you. I'm not going to say it won't. Because God's a very gracious God. And when I say He won't do something the next 30 minutes, he does it. So I've quit saying what he won't do because I'm not in charge of his outfit. He's in charge of it. But I'm going to tell you that he did tell me that if I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things will be added unto me. He did say that. So it's my responsibility and it's my heart that I'm going to keep seeking after the kingdom of God. He taught them about the kingdom of God. Not about church rules. Not about what you ought to do here. You ought to, no, all Jesus talked about was the kingdom of God. And I want to know everything I can. I'm trying to learn all that I can about the kingdom of God. That's why I love listening to Bill Johnson because he teaches on the kingdom of God. And I want to know the kingdom of God. I love to listen to, um, to um, Chris because he teaches on the kingdom of God. And I want to learn more and more about the kingdom of God because that's what Jesus 
suddenly, suddenly, the door flung open. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm ready for my suddenly. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for your suddenly? Are you ready for your suddenly? Are you ready? Are you anticipating? Are you expecting? Are you living a life of expectation? That God's going to do something exceedingly abundantly more than you could ever ask or think? Huh? Are you just going through the motions? And suddenly, and suddenly, and suddenly, it happened. Brother Rodney, I've been praying for this a long time. Yeah, the, was it the lady with the issue of blood for 38 years? 38 years. And suddenly, suddenly, Jesus showed up. She was healed. And suddenly, stand together. Father, I know y'all going to think I'm crazy, but you just, it'll confirm everything you already knew. Lord, everything that needs to come in, in the name of Jesus, the door's open. And everything that needs to go out of here, Father, the door's open. And Lord, I'm not limiting you to nothing. And I don't care what they say about me. I don't care what they say about this house. God, we believe you. Lord, you said exceedingly abundantly. And I'm like that old man with the boy. Lord, just help my unbelief. Just strengthen my unbelief. I believe, Lord. You don't even have to come to my house. I may be getting stories mixed up. They're all in the book. You don't have to come to my house. If you just say it, my daughter, my son will be healed. If you just say it, you ain't got to come to my house. God, we need, we need you to walk through that door in a greater way than you've ever walked through it. I know you're here. I know your presence. Go ahead, pray, stay. Go ahead. I know your presence is here, but God, we need you in a greater way. Father, we're not, we're not happy just, just going through church motions. God, we want to experience you. We want to experience you. And the door's open. The door's open.
we say, come in, Father, in a greater way. And then, Father, whatever you bring in, let us carry it out. Thank you for the coffee shop. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the turnaround. And Lord, I pray you grow that in a greater way to do ministry. Lord, we're serving more than coffee. There's love flowing out of that building. There's peace flowing out of that building. So turn them around, Lord. Just remember, Auburn Heights, every time you go in there, what you do is important. Workers, volunteers, thank you so much for your gift of, of love. You're doing an awesome job. It's making a difference in this community. I know it's hard. I know there's some long hours because there's only a few volunteers. But I just want to tell you thank you. I want to thank you for Roy Boniface, Philip Buckley, and Dan, Ray, Rick, and all of those who are working and, 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 and doing outside. Caleb, me, and all of us that are, that are working out there to make, it, to make it an attractive place. But it's pouring out love into this community. So thank you for serving. Holy Spirit. The altar's open. The altar's open. If you'd like to come to the altar, just come to the altar. If you need to leave, we understand. Okay, no condemnation here. No condemnation. You need to go. The Lord, the door's open. The door's open. The door's open, Lord. We want more of you. The song said we want more. Swing open the doors. We want more. We want more. We want more. Lord, you said you'd lay hands on the sick. You said we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. Come Holy Spirit. Fill us anew. Fill us fresh. Fill us fresh. Lift up your hands. Just make a funnel above your head. Just make a funnel. Let it pour it in. Come on, Father. Just pour all over us, Father. Just pour all over us, Father. Pour all over us. We must encounter you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things. Lord, first of all, we got to have you. So come, Holy Spirit, and fill us afresh. Fill us new. Fill us full of your precious Holy Spirit. Fill us, Father. Fill us. Fill us. Fill us. The door is open. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we don't want to keep what you're pouring. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for your filling. Thank you for what you're bringing into this house. Father, the door is always open for you. It's always open for you. In Jesus' name, amen.